0: Thank you for downloading the One Church Gloucester podcast. This message was recorded live at one of our services. To find out more about life at One Church, visit us online at thisisonechurch.com. My name is Nathan. I'm one of the team here. It's my privilege to welcome you to One Church today. we all okay? Excellent. Anyone a little bit warm? Awesome. I'm going to start, if it's okay, I want to start just by praying. Um, let me encourage you, just take, take 20 seconds just to, to pray. Um, pray that this time that we're about to share and um, package some things from the Word of God um, will be impactful on your life. Pray that God would speak to you. Um, I encourage you just to put stuff down, things that you may have picked up in the week, things that you're thinking about that are resting heavy on your shoulders. Put that down now. Take a moment to to not think about what you're doing after the service or what's coming up in the week. Just just maybe try and quiet your mind. Say, God, speak to me, I pray. God, thank you that we can be here this morning and we can worship you. We can focus our hearts and our minds on you. And, Lord God, we just commit these next few minutes that we're going to share together to you. We ask, Jesus, that you would speak to us through your word um, and that we would leave challenged. We would leave changed. We would leave different. Um, God, that we'd be transformed by your word today. I pray that in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Fantastic. If you've got a Bible, please turn to Colossians 3 verses 1. If you've got it on your phone or one of these paper ones, it is going to be on the screen. This is going to be the text that we're going to be spending some time in today. So if you're making notes, you can write this verse down. We're going to hang around this for a little while. Colossians 3 verses 1 and we're going to read right through to verse 14. Colossians 3, verses 1. Here we go. Since then, you have been raised with Christ. Set your hearts on things above, where Christ is seated at the right hand of God. Set your minds on things above, not on earthly things. For you died, and your life is now hidden with Christ in God. When Christ, who is your life, appears, you will also appear with him in glory. Put to death, therefore, whatever belongs to your earthly nature sexual immorality, impurity, lust, evil desires, and greed, which is idolatry. but Christ is all and is in all. Therefore, as God's chosen people, holy and dearly loved, clothe yourself with compassion and kindness, humility, gentleness and patience. Bear with each other and forgive one another if any of you has any grievance against someone. Forgive as the Lord forgave you and over all these virtues put on love which binds them all together in perfect unity. Amen. We could just close it there, couldn't we? Because, I mean, that, that pretty much preaches for itself. We could just say, amen, go and be blessed. Um, but we're going to spend some time together unpackaging that today, if that's okay. Um, if you're new to this space, um, what we tend to do in church is we'll, we'll look at a, a series or a topic. We call it our teaching series. And we'll spend some time, usually about a month or just over, focusing on a particular topic. And, and our summer series is called Me, Myself, and I Am. Me, Myself. And I am. And John did a fantastic job last week of setting this series up. um, And he described how sometimes in life it can feel that we're stuck on this almost like a metaphorical motorway with no off ramps. We're just going round and round and round, taking one step forward, one step back, struggling to figure out who we are. And then he said that what Jesus has done for us and the amazing thing about our Christian faith is that Jesus has provided an off ramp. And Jesus can give us a sense of identity and meaning and purpose. And the Bible says that we've been clothed with Christ. And on one of the hottest days of the year, he chose an analogy which involved a woolly jumper or a jacket to to put on to demonstrate how we can clothe ourselves with Christ. And I thought Johnny did a fantastic job of setting the series up last week. Um, all of the messages will be on a website so you can catch the podcast. And really, I'm going to expand on that thought, what it means to find our identity in Christ. Um, and, and last week, had a conversation uh, with someone after the uh, service, and, and we, we sort of agreed that this, is, this topic, this theme, this idea, it's not a, a box to be ticked. It's not something that, like, at the end of the series, we're going to hand certificates out to everyone saying, right, you have your identity in Christ now, go and be blessed, well done. Um, this is a journey that we're on. This is something that we need to walk through together. and I'm, that, Me personally, I'm really looking forward to this summer series expanding this idea further and like discussing with you guys and in these moments what it means to find my identity in Christ. How should that affect my thinking? How should that affect my living? Um, how should I be if I find my identity in Christ? I think the moment we think, right, I've, I've nailed that. What next? Is the moment perhaps where we've not quite got there. I think this is a lifelong journey that we are on. As, as believers, as Christ followers, to figure out what it means to be identified, to get our identity with Christ. So I'm looking forward to this series. Awesome. So what we're going to do, um, I'm going to read to you. I, I, I watched a movie last year. Uh, the movie changed my life. Um, it's profound, deep, meaningful. The Greatest Showman. Um, any, any Greatest Showman fans in, in church? Any Greatest Showman haters in church? Ah, they're all, oh, one, great. They're all in service one, apparently. Um, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to read the lyrics of, of one particular song and see if you can uh, catch up and see what the song is. I'm not going to sing them. Um, <laughs> no. Um, here we go, here we go. Okay, see if you know the song. I am brave. I am bruised. I am who I'm meant to be. This is me. <laughs> Beautiful. Beautiful. Here we go. Um, look out. Because here I come. And I'm marching on to the beat that I drum. I'm not scared to be seen. I make no apologies. This is me. <laughs> it's like louder than you were in worship. Like, okay. I'm going to take it to the bridge. Okay. And I know that I deserve your love. Oh 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 cuz there's nothing that I'm not worthy of. Oh 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 oh. When the sharpest words want to cut me down, I'm going to send a flood. I'm going to drown them out. This is brave. This is proof. This is who I'm meant to be. This is me. I nearly sang then. You nearly got me to to sing. Maybe if the spirit takes me by the end I might burst into song. This is me. This this defiant declaration that no one can tell me who I am. No one can tell me how I should identify. I, I'm going to choose my destiny. I'm going to choose who I am. I'm going to. This. This is me. Like I. Th- I know that I deserve your love. There's nothing that I'm not worthy of. This is brave. This is proof. This is who I'm meant to be. This is me. It gets stuck in your head, doesn't it? I've memorised those words, and it's it's a great song. And what struck me in the context of this series, and I'm going to use this as a bit of a springboard to what I want to talk about today, is the message and the heart behind that song although it feels quite new and, and progressive and, and, and the definitions being who, whatever subjective, what, who, what we want us to be, although that feels like quite a new sentiment, I, think, I don't think it's a new message at all. It's, it's packaged in a really catchy song, I'll admit. But I think that message and that sentiment, that heart, that idea that we can decide who we are, that we should defiantly cling on to who we are, that's, that's really as old as humanity itself. You know, let, let's track back to the Genesis story, and we can read this in Genesis, um, the first book of the Bible, and it tells about the, the, the first humans. And, and really, the, at, at the core of its message, at the core of the narrative in Genesis, we see the moment where humanity, where we as humans took our eyes off God and placed them onto ourselves. We see this moment where we, we, we reached for complete autonomy. We reached for um, this ability to be able to define and identify with whatever we wanted to do. We wanted limitless power. We wanted to be equal with God. And we believe this lie that Genesis story tells that a small act of disobedience would reveal complete knowledge. It would reveal um, complete power. But the Bible tells us that the only thing that act of disobedience revealed to us was the fact that without God, without our creator, all we are is naked and alone. And, and it says that Adam and Eve, these people that had disobeyed God, that these people that had tried to, to get power and knowledge for themselves, they fashioned for themselves clothes made out of fig leaves. And, and they tried to cover themselves. They tried to cover that exposure. And it's quite a sad thing to read because God says, who, who told you you were naked? Who told you that you were exposed? But they, they realized that without God, they, they were. They were just naked and, and alone, isolated, exposed. They needed to cover themselves with these fig leaves. And really, humanity has done the same Ever since, we've continued to strive towards getting our own power, sense of identity, autonomy, all these things. We've tried to get meaning separate from our creator. We've looked for those things separate from God. And, and we've, we've created, we've manufactured for ourselves in the same way that they made for themselves clothes made out of fig leaves. We've made for ourselves different means and, and ways of getting senses of identity, of, of labels. So there's different things that we can categorize ourselves with, isn't there? So like, for example, our, our nationality. Our, our race, our gender, um, age, how we actually dress, all these things that can kind of give us a sense of meaning and identity. Like, And I'm sure you'll have many hats that you have to wear. I have to wear many hats as well. And these things that can give me a sense of identity and make up who, who this I is when I say I. Because I'm a, I'm a husband, I'm a son, I'm a brother, I'm a friend, um, I'm the guy holding a microphone at the moment, um, I'm a mentee, I'm a mentor, I'm a youth leader, I'm employed by one church. There's many um, things which I can, can label myself with and you'll have many labels too. And, and that list there, the things that we make for ourselves, the things that we've manufactured, there's nothing inherently wrong with them. The, the trouble comes when we look to those things and hope that they will tell us who we truly are. The difficulty comes when we when we look to those things and hope that they will give us a true sense of our identity And i think at times we're quite good at maybe fooling ourselves into thinking that they will that if, if i get this qualification if i get this job if i can operate or think or be or look in this this certain way have this label identify with this group that then th- that's who i am and, and we can defiantly say this is me and we can cling to it and maybe just insert an occupation or our, our sexuality, whatever it might be that we want to cling to and say, this, this is me. And we can fool ourselves into thinking that's going to give us a sense of identity. In, in my previous role, um, I used to work for a bank and one of, one of the things that I used to love doing in and amongst like working as though working for the Lord uh, was make prank phone calls um, to, to my friends. I would use the work phone and just call them and put on a different accent and see how long I could have a conversation with them for before they realised, hey, that's, 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 that's Nathan. What I realised about these prank phone calls was that it's really difficult to to trick people that really know me like so for example if i rang my dad and put on my best german accent and tried to sell him a product and just see how long this is what i would do just to pass the time um honoring your employers and all of that um he would know straight away He'd Be like nathan N- N- that's you I'm like, oh, how do you know he's like because because he knows me he, he knows who i am and, and the same is true. Whilst you and I might be able to, and whilst society might be able to hold on to and defiantly cling to some of the labels and say, this, this is me, whilst we might be able to fool one another, fool ourselves even, we, we can't fool God. Yeah. And at best, these labels that we manufacture, these things that we try and identify with, at best, in God's eyes, they are simply fig leaves. Uh, a desperate attempt to try and cover our exposure, cover the fact that without Him, we are naked and alone. At best. And this is the great frustration um, that I think many people have that they're desperately searching to try and discover who they are, but searching in things which ultimately, at the end of the day, are things that we have created. There's no, without God, there's no ultimate foundation there's, there's there's nothing that we can get a solid sense of identity from it's just something that we have manufactured and and what's interesting i think it's a good litmus test for us that we call ourselves christians if you spend the majority of your time uh thinking about uh say work or who you want to be as a as a family member or how you come across to this person if you are prioritizing all of the things all the time if you're prioritizing things other than god with your time with your energy with your thoughts could it be that like the fig leaves you're just trying to cover the fact that maybe you're not as close to god as you should be fig leaves that we manufacture to try and give us a sense of identity to cover to cover ourselves you see the good news and what we celebrate here what we preach about what we sing about and what this series is all about is that that god didn't see our disobedience and then just go okay crack on go go and write your songs go and sing this is me go and invent it good 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 luck good luck trying to find some meaning he didn't he didn't see us and just leave us there didn't abandon us to try and discover it by ourselves Like he passionately desires intimacy with us passionately desires relationship with us and he would do all he can and bible says god so loved the world that he gave the best that he had he gave his son so that we might know him and jesus by his life his death and his resurrection he made a way for us to come back to our true source back to to the father back to our creator so that we might know and discover who we're truly meant to be not left to our own devices to figure out and to make our own fig leaves but to discover who we truly are it's not me myself and i it's me myself and the great I am, because of Jesus, because of what he has done for us. And that's what we sing about and that's what we discover. And I love that title, the title that God gave himself when, when he introduced himself to Moses. Who, who shall I say sent me? I am. I am sent you. And, and that just speaks to the sufficiency and the power of God. It's like, who, who is able? who is able to give me a sense of meaning? And God says, I am who is able to give me a hope that like, surpasses and a hope that transcends all the difficulties that I face in life, God says, I am. Yes. Who is able to tell me who I am, who is able to give me a sense of identity, I am. Yes. Not me, myself, and I, me, myself, and I am. And that's what we celebrate. And, and maybe, maybe you're here and you've not made that amazing decision. To, to find your identity in Christ, to start that journey with him. As Louise said earlier, this day, today could be the start of that amazing journey. The start of your salvation could be today and your life will never be the same. Um, what, what, what I love is, is, is the fact that although sometimes I can't always articulate it, sometimes I can't explain it to other people, I know that Jesus has changed me. Jesus has, has pick me up out of just trying to discover a sense of identity and meaning from, from just stuff and he's placed me on a firm foundation and I love that transition but, and I know many other people in this room will have experienced that and we celebrate that and that is our joy to point people back towards the source, back towards Jesus um, but if you're anything like me there are times and I'm figuratively speaking now there are times, there are days where I will still pick up and put on my fig leaves figuratively speaking all right. I don't want to give anyone a bad image just to walk all out of church with. Um, there are times when I will live according to the old way. There are times where I don't necessarily reflect that I am a new creation. Those that are in Christ are a new creation. The old is gone and the new is here. There are times where I don't live like that. There are times where I pick up some old habits. And, and what's interesting is... What we're talking about, as I said at the beginning, it is a journey. It's a process to, to get our heads around and to di- digest. And, and if this was simply a matter of us going, okay, everyone, find your identity in Christ, go. If that were it, if it were like a flip, flip to be switched, a switch to be flipped, which way around do you say that? A switch to be flipped. Thanks for helping me, everyone. <laughs> you sent the thought to me, I caught it, we got it, we're, we're going to keep going. A switch to be flipped. It would be easy, but, and there would be no need for Paul to say all these things here. There be no need for him to encourage us to journey these things through to clothe ourselves in the attributes of Christ. You see, he says, "Since then you have been raised with Christ. Set your hearts on things above, where Christ is seated. Um, set your minds on things above, not on earthly things. For you died, and your life is now hidden with Christ. When you choose to follow Jesus, that's it. That's your status. That's your standing." He then goes on to say, "Therefore, as God's chosen people, holy and dearly loved, that's what we are. God's chosen people, holy and dearly loved. Clothe yourself. Be intentional. Act like that's the reality." Put these things on, like journey this through, allow God to change you. This is a process. This is a journey. And so I'll I'll explain it this way. Um, Three years ago, uh, three and a half years ago, I married my best friend, Lauren. Um, We had an amazing uh, wedding day, went on honeymoon. Uh, At the same time, we bought a house and it was like the most hectic but awesome time of our lives because we decorated this new house in a month leading up to the wedding, got married, it was all crazy, all hectic, we changed our address on like, our drivers licences, all the bills, it all went to this new address um, and, and that was great, we started this new adventure together if I wasn't intentional, imagine this I would leave work, say here, I'd be driving home and before I knew it, I was driving towards, not my new house I was driving towards my old house. Like, just, just, it just happened, it was a default and sometimes I would catch myself and be like, oh, so I took the wrong turn where am I going? And I'd, I'd change. Other times, I'd park right up on the driveway of my old house and I'd get out and think, I don't live here anymore. <laughs> this, isn't, this isn't my house. Just as a side note, my parents wasted no time in kind of just gutting my bedroom. Like, now there's a flat screen TV and a drum kit in there. Everything my dad wanted, but I was depriving him of, you know. Wasted no time to jump in that one, so... This is therapy for me, this is helping me, just like go, go with me. I, now here's the thing, I, I loved my new house. I love my new house. I love my, my wife, I love that new life that we built together and still even with that I would end up driving towards the old house, unless I was intentional. I would end up on my old drive, I would end up down my old street. And the same is true for our relationship with Christ and finding our identity with Christ. We've been changed, we've been transformed, we've been made new, yet you and I are still capable of driving towards the old house, yeah. Yeah. of pulling up on the old driveway, of getting down the old street. And, and your street, your house, your old self, your old house, it's different to mine. Yeah. So it, it, could be, it could be a bad habit. It could be a way of thinking, a mindset that is, that is reflective of your, your old self, how you used to think, how you used to speak, how you used to live. It could be um, lust, or it could be temptation, or it could be an addiction. Whatever it is, we are capable of driving there. Yeah. And, and I remember um, pulling up on my old driveway or getting down the old street thinking, this is just so frustrating. Like, did, did the wedding mean nothing? <laughs> like, all of that work, all of that effort, everything that we did, have I forgotten it? I'm, I'm just, I'm, how have I ended up here? And the same is true with, with our relationship with Christ. It can be so frustrating. It can be quite disheartening even when we drop the ball, when we fail, when we think, like, how, how am I here again? Am I not a new creation? Yeah. Am I not changed? Am I not new in Christ? Am I not identifying? Why am I identifying with these things? Why am I seeking affirmation from these things? And yet, here I am yeah. on my old driveway. Yeah. Let, me, let me encourage someone here. His, when I pulled up on the old driveway, when I found myself on my old street, my address didn't change. Right. I was still married to Lauren. Yeah. All, of, all of my bills, my driver's license was still at the new place. I still had a mortgage. None of that was undone. No. I, it wasn't a big reset button. Yeah. And the exact same is true of your relationship with Christ. Yeah. That even if you drop the ball even if you revert back to old habits, even if you start thinking or acting or living in a way which doesn't reflect the fact that you are a new creation in Christ, it does not change your standing with Christ. It does not change how Jesus views you. You see, see my Bible says that you have been bought at the highest price my bible says that as far as the east is from the west that's how far he's removed your transgressions from you, my bible says that there is nothing on heaven, earth, life yeah. death, angels, demons that could ever separate you from the love that is in Christ Jesus, just because you've pulled up on the old driveway, it doesn't change where you stand with Christ but yeah. now he, here's what I did yeah. so I'm on, the, I'm on the old driveway here's, I looked around I thought I'm going home yeah. this is not my house This is not where I live. I'm going home. I'm going home. I didn't get out. I didn't think, well, I'm here now. I didn't get out, I didn't make myself a cup of tea. I didn't go back into my old bedroom. That's just hurtful, it's painful to see what they've done. I didn't go back into there. No, this isn't my house. I went home. And when you and I find ourselves thinking, living, speaking, acting in a way which doesn't reflect the fact that we are new creations, that our identity is in Christ, don't stay there. Even if you're on the street, even if you're on the driveway, Don't settle there. Don't think, well, I'm here now. I've undone everything that Christ has done. It's not true. Go home. Go back to your real home. Head back there. Don't don't set up shop. Don't don't have a pity party on your old driveway. Go home. I'm going home. I'm going home. Now, I think I forgot to say the title of my message at the beginning, but, you know, got 10 more minutes it's not too late to say it um title of my message if you want to write it right at the top I'm going home I'm going home look around su- survey your environment su- survey how you're speaking how you're thinking are you finding your identity in Christ if not if you've defaulted back to an old habit yeah. think I don't live here anymore yeah. I'm going home and maybe some of us just need to tell ourselves that every day you know what this is not where I live I may have ended up here but this is not where I live anymore I'm, I'm going home I am, I am not, I am not um, cynical like this I'm not doubt filled like this I'm not negative like this I don't give in to temptation like this This is not me like, In fact in fact, the, the, the Bible says I'm, I'm going I'm to be compassionate I'm going to be kind I'm going to be loving I'm going to have self control This is not my home This is my home I'm going home And that's my encouragement Maybe, maybe every day Maybe, maybe you need to, to look your boss in the eye at work And say you know what I'm going home Yeah, and then say, say, what, what what do you want me to do? What jobs have you got for me? Why? Because I'm going home. I'm going to be my true self today. I'm going to find my identity in Christ today. I'm going to live that way. I'm going to think that way. Going to speak that way. I'm going home. And and practically, it sometimes feels, and and I know this for myself, and I'm sure you do. Just like for a long period of time after we got married, it felt more natural to take my old route home. It was easier. That was the default. That's what I knew. That's, what, that's the habits that I built into place. That's what I was familiar with. So it was easier. And it, at times, was more difficult to r- remind myself and to think, yeah, no, it's this way. This is the new route. And, and practically, here's the advice that I'm going to give you, something that you can do, that we can do together, that will help us journey through and discover our identity in Christ. Um, I'm going to say what it is, and then I'm going to back it up with the C.S. Lewis quote, okay? Um, just, just to prove that it's a good one. If it doesn't feel natural... If it doesn't feel normal to, to be compassionate, kind, humble, gentle, patient, to love others. If it doesn't feel normal to go to a new home, pretend. Pretend like it is. Pretend. And now, if you look at the etymology of the word pretend and the root word of it, like where it comes from, um, it means to stretch forth and try and attain something that you don't yet have. So pretend. If you don't feel like being kind, pretend that you're a kind person. If you don't feel like being generous, pretend like you are. If you don't feel like you act in any way, shape or form like Jesus, if you feel like you are the opposite to you, you are the, I was going to say the Antichrist. If anyone feels like they're the Antichrist, that's probably a bit too far. If, if anyone feels like they're, that they're not acting like Jesus, pretend like him. Pretend to be him. Pretend to be humble, to be loving, to be kind, to be compassionate to those at work. To, to Pretend to be the best dad on the planet, even if you don't feel like one. Pretend to be the best employee, even if all you want to do is say to your boss, I'm going home. <laughs> pretend. And C.S. Lewis talks in his, idea, in his book, Mere Christianity, um, there's a whole chapter on it called Let's Play Pretend. Let's pretend. And he talks about um, uh, the picture he uses is, is that of, a, of an ugly man wearing a handsome mask. And, and every day, this ugly man puts on the handsome mask. And over time, what happens is his face begins to grow into the shape of the mask until eventually he's handsome. And it's this really small picture, this illustration that paints this idea of what Jesus does for us and the transformation that he, he does in our lives and the journey that he is committed to in us. That we might not be the finished article, we might not look that way, but if we continue to practice, if we continue to stretch and try and attain what we don't yet have, pretend, you have neurological pathways in your brain which are, which are um, set at the moment and locked in place to old habits. Sometimes we need to just make new ones. Yeah. Put on that mask every day. Even if it doesn't feel natural, I'm pretending. I'm pretending like it is. And slowly, over time, by the grace of God, we begin to transform and change into the people that he wants us to be. And, and just to encourage us on this, this is so much more than um, behavioral management or just trying to be good people or trying to be better. This isn't me, myself, and I having a good old crack at this no this is me myself and the great I am and what's awesome about this journey is that God gives us his Holy Spirit to transform us and he is more interested in you changing than you are interested in you changing he is more interested in bringing out the best in you than you could ever possibly be he is more committed to the journey of changing you of transforming you than, than, than we are And we can rest in that confidence. Now, this isn't me, myself, and I. This is me, myself, and the great I am. And he is transforming me. He is changing me. He is making me new. He is making me more like him. And here's the C.S. Lewis quote. Are you ready? I feel like I'm more enthusiastic for C.S. Lewis than you guys are at this point. Here's the the C.S. Lewis quote. Are you ready? Come on. It says this. Put right out of your head the idea that these are only fancy ways of saying that Christians are to read what Christ said and try and carry it out. As a man may read Plato or Marx said and try and carry that out. No, this is a living man really coming and interfering with your very self. Killing the old natural self in you and replacing it with the kind of self that he has. At first, only for moments. Then for longer periods. Finally, if all goes well, turning you permanently into a different sort of thing. Into a new little Christ. I like that idea a being which in its own small way has the same kind of life as God which shares his power, his joy, his knowledge and eternity. We're not on our own in this, guys. That Christ is working on us, through us, in us to rewire us, to make us the people that he wants us to be. Band, you can come and join me. Is this helpful for anyone? Come on guys, you come up. A parallel verse to the one that we read from Colossians is found in, in Galatians 3, 28. And it says this, Therefore, there is neither Jew nor Greek, slave nor free, male nor female, for all of you are one in Christ Jesus. Similar to what Paul wrote in the, in the other verse. There's no Gentile Jew, circumcised, uncircumcised. What he's doing is he is redefining and he's removing the labels by which we try and sometimes defiantly cling to. This is me, this is me in Christ we're all gone we are one in Christ yeah. like how, how would that change the way we see ourselves if we, could, if we really grasped that if we really got that into our thinking and into our gut how would that change the way that we see us how would that change the way that we see others like Paul, Paul would have picked these really kind of um, divisive categories or labels Jew Gentile enemies at the time slave free male female these really pronounced labels, groups, these identity groups, I wonder what groups he would use today how should this affect how we see our, our brothers and sisters in the Muslim community how should this affect the way we see our brothers and sisters in the LGBT community like, if, we can, if we can remove the labels remove these manufactured man-made constructs, the fig leaves see the soul in each other the the real true essence of who we are that's the bit that that God is interested in maybe that's the bit that we should be more interested in too Man, that's the person that God loves that's the person that Jesus died for God help me to to reflect that love as I talk and interact and and, and work with these people help me to, to show that how would that change us There's categories there's neither Jew nor Greek slave nor free male nor female you're all one in Christ there's neither Jew I'm not going to stick to my traditions I'm not going to hold to those things and say now this is me, this is how I identify with my religion this is how I identify in church, no, I'm going home Greek the, the, the philosophers, the great thinkers I'm, I'm not going to get stuck in ideologies I'm not going to get stuck on trying to overthink everything no, no, I'm, I'm going home I'm going to go back to the true self there's neither slave nor free I'm not going to go back to my chains I'm not going to go back to the old way of thinking the old way of living where I was stuck in addiction or stuck in temptation, no, 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 I'm going home there's no slave or free. Free is an interesting one, isn't there? Isn't it? I'm, I'm not going to cling to the liberties I think I'm entitled to. I'm not going to hold to this idea that I should have complete limitless autonomy. I'm going to lay down myself, submit that label to Jesus. I am his. I've been bought by him. There's neither slave nor free. Now I'm, I'm going home. I'm going home to Jesus. Male, or female. I'm not going to cling to the stereotypes that society will put onto me. Now I'm, I'm with Jesus. I'm going home. I'm going home. My message, my heart, the, the, the word for today, go home. Each and every day, God, I'm going home. Yeah. Help me to live from there. and and I'd love to pray for you in a second we're going to sing this song that we sang earlier I'm chosen not forsaken I am who you say I am I'm a child of God we're going to sing that passionately together Um, before we get there I would just love to give everyone an opportunity in this space if you've not made that decision to get your identity to find your identity in Christ today is the perfect day to do just that today could be your day of salvation where you begin this amazing journey amazing journey that so many of us are on of discovering who we are in christ and i'd love to give you an opportunity to respond Um, so just in a moment here i want to pray for some people that want to make that decision to put their faith their hope in jesus to give their life to him Um, so if i can ask that everyone just bows their heads and closes their eyes for a moment just so we can have some privacy here and if that is you um i'm not going to ask you i'm not going to embarrass you i'm not going to ask you to do anything um difficult at all very simply um, in a moment I'd just love to pray for you and after the count of three I would love you to slip up your hand and pray that prayer if you want to say yeah that's me I want to find my identity in Christ I want to know and discover who he says I am and live that way I would love to pray for you so if that's you put up your hand after the count of three. One, two, three. that's great you can pop your hands down again that's awesome Father God, thank you for those people in this room today that have made that amazing decision to follow you, to put their hope in you, to find that identity in you and in you alone. Lord God, I pray that that this week they would know what it is uh, to go home, their true home, to discover who they truly are. And we pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Can we applaud those that made that decision there this morning? Awesome. Would you stand with me? Gonna pray for us that that even though we have the capacity, the ability to go to our old homes, to pick up the fig leaves, that we would learn, that we would be taught, that we would journey through not doing that, but heading towards our true home in Jesus' name. Amen. Come on, if you want to pray with me, just raise your hands. We're gonna to pray together. Father God, thank you for Jesus. Thank you for what He has won for us. Thank you that our identity can be found in Christ. Lord God, help us to live that way. Help us to think that way, to speak that way. Lord God, when temptation calls, Lord God, when our habits kick in, bad habits kick in, we start heading towards the old self. Remind us, Lord, of who we are. Remind us, Lord, of what your word says we are, that we are a new creation, that the old has gone and the new is here. Help us to live that way. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen.